We need more fish. Five, five, four, four three, three, two, two, one, one zero. zero. Dead air. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 48, 48. of the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm not. And that is Rob. I was a bit disappointed with that, Rob. I thought you were going to say something more interested than I'm not. Like I'm fishing or something. Let's start again. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dead Air Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm still not. And that is Rob. And on this week's podcast, we're going to be talking about the Queen of England. Are we? Yeah. Google. Google. We're going to be talking about the BBC. Yep. We're going to be talking about alligators. Alligators. We've got a review for you. What are we film are we reviewing? Uh, a film with uh, Robert De Niro in it. Ooh, that sounds good already. Mm. Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to the listeners. Well, I'm the only one here. Yes, I know you're the only one here. We're also going to do uh, a money-saving tip for you. Oh, you can do the top tip this week. Yeah, I know. I've got a brilliant one. It's going to save our listeners a load of money. A load of money. Well, depends how much shopping they do. Okay. Okay, so should we crack on with the news? Yes. The Queen takes a tablet and buries it underground. Yep, this is... Hang on a minute. The Queen takes a tablet and buries it underground. Yeah, but there's a trick here. Can't she just use a toilet like everyone else? It's not the tablet you're thinking of. Oh. It's a computer tablet. Okay. What's happening is... Have the... Uh, oh, computer tablet. I thought it was some sort of nurse was giving her some tablets that she didn't want to take. And no, she's I know. burying them underground. No, 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 no. What it is... And is... then she's going to kill herself by digging them all up and taking them all at once. Wow. The podcast has gone really, really down this week, Rob. Why? Well, you're talking about the Queen committing suicide. That's not good. But that's the headline that you just gave me. Also, there's a small delay between us recording the podcast and it actually going on the internet. Right. So imagine what would happen if the Queen did commit suicide in that gap. We'd be held responsible. What, for planting the idea in her head? Yeah. It would look a bit suspicious, you must admit. Don't do it. We love you, Queen. Don't kill yourself because you're great. Also, it would be a real pain if the Queen died. We'd have to change all the notes. We would. And we don't want to do that. Just got used to them. So what's the news story then? The news is that the Queen is going to add a computer tablet to the Royal Collection. Of what? Tablets? It's um, a Samsung Galaxy Tab, which is a bit like an iPad. Well, that's a nice one. And it's going to have... But it's not as cool as an iPad, though. No, and that's been said in court. Mm. So that's definitely true. It's got... Videos and photographs and text submitted by people who've given their memories of the Queen from the past 60 years. Right. Now, they gathered 150 gig of data. Wow. That's a lot of data. That's a lot of data. Now, obviously, I would imagine the video was in super high quality. No wonder she's suicidal. So, anyway, they, um, they couldn't fit all that on the... Samsung Galaxy tab. Right. So they've decided to to narrow it down to 60 things. Okay. Now, when I read this story, the first thing I thought was, surely they could fit all the video and audio and text on like a 64 gig 
tablet as long as they, you know, put it in the right format and stuff. Okay. And then they could I zip sat- it. Well, no, they could just compress the video. Text. Text doesn't take up any room at all. Why don't they it? just put it all on a big website? Well, what I was and thinking... And just, just have a browser on the tablet and then <laughs> job done. Well, what I was thinking was, why didn't they go to Samsung and say, right, we need you to make us a version of the tablet, just a one-off special yeah. that will hold 150 gigabytes of data? Because I'm sure they could have done it. Where's this tablet going in the ground? Uh, some sort of time capsule thing, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's like a time capsule. So in 100 years' time, when they switch it on and the battery's corroded all over the motherboard and everything, what's the point? I don't think they've thought that far ahead. Or the battery's dead and they haven't got a replacement battery. Well, I'm sure that the chargers will still be So USB. they're going to bury the charger as well as the tablet. Yeah, and then the people in the future are going to take it out of the ground and they're just going to look at this... Why don't they bury the tablet, the charger, a generator... And a canister of petrol. What's the petrol for? To make the generator work. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a bit stupid of me, wasn't it? But the generator won't work in 100 years, will it? It'll, Why? They could seal it, it. Won't it all go old-fashioned and stuff? Oh, it could go old-fashioned, yeah. But you know what's really, really silly about this whole thing? What? The way that computer technology advances. If they just waited another year, they probably could have fit it all on the next generation of tablets because they'll all have bigger memories. And that's why she's suicidal. She's so depressed. She can't get all her memories on the tablet. All those memories now lost. They should have used a laptop. Yeah, that would have been a better idea. That would have been much better. Or pen and paper, and they could have buried that. <laughs> they could have put DVDs down there. Yeah. Or Blu-ray. Yep. And they could even put a Blu-ray player. Or a memory stick. Yeah. In fact, they should have just got in touch with us and let us help them. I want to talk to you about Google. Google. What do you think about Google? Do you like them? I like their search engine. That's about as far as I'll go. I love the search engine, but I don't like the software they make. No. Uh, The first Google program I ever installed was this um, little notification system that told you when you got an email, and it put a little icon in your tray by the clock. You know the kind of thing I'm talking about, I'm sure. Hang on, you mean like something like Outlook? Not exactly. It was more like an MSN Messenger-style right. program. It just ran in the system tray. And when you got a new email, it would pop up in the bottom corner saying, new message from such and such. Okay. And then when you clicked on it, it would open the web browser and go to the website. And get your got email. you. Right. But it was, a, it was really buggy, and mm-hmm. it never really worked properly. Everything they do is buggy. And it used to make the computer crash. And then they did this desktop search. Do you remember that? Yes. And, oh, my God, it used to make the computer so slow, and it was awful. And we used to take it off customers' computers because it was just... And then we'd take it off, and the computer would work properly. Um, And then they did... um, Google Earth. Google Earth. Now, Google Earth... Is all right. Is not bad. But then it came tagged with Google Updater. Yeah. Which then made your system unreliable and crash. So, when it comes to software... Google are not really all there. They're no. good at search engines. Stuff they put on the web's very good. Yeah. YouTube. That's what about that good. Picasso? That's another one that. Never actually used that. It, it, it's all right, but it's a bit bewildering. And it has a very, very bad um, thing. If you're using it, if you're partially sighted, you can't increase the size of the fonts. So it's completely useless if you have problems with seeing. Right. But that's another story. Anyway, it turns out they're also not very good at building data centers. You mean buildings with big hard drives in them? Basically, yeah. They built one, 
Well, they built a data centre. They built this massive data centre. Okay. And they were all about being green and environmentally friendly. So they painted all the walls green, right? <laughs> That's what being green means? The green cross code man isn't environmentally friendly. He's just green. Why was it a green cross code? Oh, because you had to wait for the light to be on green, I yeah. suppose. Mm. Well, anyway. Green beans? I'm talking about green, green in terms of being environmentally friendly. Right. So they painted the walls in environmentally friendly green paint. Yeah. Funnily enough. How did you know that? Have you already read the story? No. Okay. Shall I carry on telling the story now? If you like. Okay. This is in a place called Berkeley County, or Berkeley County. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Is it America? It was in America. It was in we'll do South... do it in an American accent. You're covered. Okay. Uh, Berkeley County, South Carolina. That'll do. Okay. Um, know it well. Oh, do you? No. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, uh, it's just off Highway 52, isn't it, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, they built this data center, and they wanted a way of cooling it. And... Well, they put graffiti on it. That'd be the obvious way of making it cooler. Oh, this story is going to take an hour. Sorry. So they wanted a way of cooling down all these computers. Cooling down, right. And okay. there was a big pond there. Put a fan. We get a fan. Big fan. No, 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 because they don't want to use electricity because it's bad for the environment. Uh, wind turbine outside, and it will blow the There's air. There's no the wind. wind. It's not windy. Oh, okay. Okay. So they said, let's use... Everyone inside going... No, environmentally unfriendly. Too much carbon dioxide. People have to eat food. They've got to make the food. Costs energy to make food. Right, okay. How are they going to make this place green? Well, they got this pond. Ah, that's green. Got loads so of algae got, okay. in it. We'll get this pond. We'll get the water from the pond. And we'll somehow use that to cool everything down. Right. I don't know the, the intricate details of it. But the problem was the pond was full of algae. That's what I said. It's green. Environmentally so, friendly water. They couldn't use it. Yeah. So they went to these people who look after ponds and things and said, listen, we've got this pond, it's full of algae, what do we do? And they Hang went, on a minute, mm. so you're saying the pond wasn't environmentally friendly? Yeah, it was too environmentally friendly to use for cooling down data centres. Right. So they go to these pond experts and go, how do we get rid of this algae? And they went, well, best thing to do, just put some fish in there, they'll eat all the algae. Yeah, but then the fish will poo. No, 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 the fish eat all the algae. Yeah, what happens to the fish poo? I don't know. What? Let's not talk about poo well, again. Well, if they're complaining about the algae... Oh, this is one of those stories that's going to take forever to well, tell. Get on, get you just let me get to the bit with the alligator. Right, I'm just... What alligator? Exactly. I thought I'd shut you up. So they put all these fish in this pond. And, they and just... then they put an alligator in it? No, they fish out all the algae. Right. And they got big. Yeah. And then an alligator... Well, all the little animals around the area were like, hello, there's a load of fish in this pond that weren't there before. And now they've all gone fishing? So all these birds and all these wildlife started going and eating all the And they the weren't fish. there before? They were in the area, but they weren't in that pond because there was nothing in it. Right. And eventually it got to the point where this alligator just moved into the pond and took over, and he's eaten all the fish. Took over? Well... How big's the pond? It's quite big. So, what's the problem anyway? The alligator's moved the, in. The alligator's one metre long. Right. Right. So and he's swimming down the pipes and he's eating the no, hard drives? No, 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 He's eating all the fish. And the problem is... Well, that, that's part of the circle of life. That's all to do with the environment. Yeah, but they're not allowed to move him because he's too small. They can only move him when he gets to a certain well, size. Well, if he's too small, he can't be eating that many fish. Well, he's eating all the fish. All of them? Yeah. How many fish did they put in? Three? Loads. And he's eating all of them. Well, he, he was a baby when he went there. Right. And he's eating all these fish, and now he's big. Okay. Now he's like a well, teenager. Can't they just wheel in some cows or something? Well, the thing is that now they've got to put more fish in to feed the alligator. Right. So that he'll get bigger, because when he gets to a certain size, then they can move him out. 
Well, can't they just throw loads of fish on the bank and let him walk out and eat the fish and then no, they can't move put a fence up? I didn't say move him. I just said throw no, the no, fish. No, no, they can't do that because it's interfering with the natural order of things. What are you talking about? They're the ones that put the fish in the pond in the first place. Well, yeah, there is definitely a discrepancy there somewhere. I'm not exactly sure how it works. It's could, America. Could they you got poison the fish? No, that'd kill the alligator. There's no Problem fish solved. There. Well, no, because you don't... Can you get a bigger alligator that eat that alligator? But then you'd have an even bigger alligator. But he might not like fish. I don't think an alligator would eat another alligator. Maybe if it was really hungry, it would. Why don't they just make another pond? Energy. I don't understand. How does the algae affect the hard drives? Water. Right. So you've got something that's on fire and you throw, Cheese. You throw water on it. it puts I'm a... just saying random words now. I don't even know what the answers are. Right. So you haven't done your research then? Well, I don't know how they... What... I guess they're going to use water. Water is water. Water is cold. Whether it's algae water or water, it doesn't okay. make any difference. You just but put water on something, it makes it colder. they're going to pump this water from where the pond is to where the hot things are. I understand that if they And they, they don't be... want to pump it with algae in it because of some reason. Right. Like, maybe it makes it heavier, so it's more difficult to pump. Well, it's heavier know. now. There's an alligator in it. Well, yeah, but they're not going to fit the alligator through the pump, are they? Well, then what they're Shall worried we talk about? about the BBC for a bit? Let's get on with the BBC. This, this, this alligator thing's get, making you very snappy. You don't have to be posh to listen to the Dead Air podcast. You don't need four years, no claims either. BBC, two things to celebrate this week. Number one, their 90 years anniversary of radio. Right. Number two, their 60 years of charts. No, charts have been out for a lot longer than 60 years. I know that they've been using charts to sail around the world for centuries. Sometimes I wonder why I even do this podcast. I'm just stating a fact. I'm talking about the pop charts. Oh, the pop charts. Well, you just say pop charts. You just said charts. Do you know what would have happened if I'd have said pop charts? You'd have gone, <laughs> pop charts. Food? You'd have gone, pop charts haven't been around for 60 years. They only came out when I was a teenager. They're the things you put in toasters. They're the things that you put in the toaster and it says on the packet, warning, will be hot when you take it out of the toaster. Yeah. Because someone sued them. Anyway, hmm. uh, the, the pop charts have yeah. been around for 60 years, okay. and Radio 2's been around for 90 years. Who was at number one when it first started? Oh, I don't know. Some American Research. Guy. What? Carry on. <laughs> what was that about research? <laughs> Nothing. How, how much research have you done? Who's number one right you now? You watched a film. Who's, who's, who's number one now? Gary Barlow? <laughs> I suppose if you just mention a artist, there might be a chance. Adele? Kings of Leon? Is it Kings of Leon, or is it Kings of Leon? Stereophonics. Are you just going to keep saying it? Because I can't say yes or no. These are just the people I've heard of. Uh, Nora Jones. She's definitely number one. Okay. I think it's Robbie Williams, actually. With that Sweet Shop song. Sweet Shop song. Yeah, the one about the sweet shop. The one about the sweet shop. (laughs) Our listeners will know what I'm talking about. You're out of date, Rob. You've got to get with the programme. Do you know what Backstreet Boys are? <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what Wet 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 is? You just, this is just going silly now. What? I'm just saying. You're just saying stuff deliberately, thinking that my <laughs> mind will somehow twist things 
and I'll get into trouble. How are you going to twist Wet, Wet, Wet? Or Backstreet Boys? What about Brother Beyond? They're a good band. Have you heard them? I've heard of Brother Beyond. What about Bros? How can you hear Brother Beyond if they're beyond? Oh, because there's a microphone ah. over there. Can you just get on with the story? This is going nowhere. I've forgotten what the story was about. Something about the radio. Oh, yes. So the BBC, they're, they're celebrating 90 years of, of radio broadcasting. Right. And I was listening to it in the car. And they were talking about how radio is still really popular 90 years later. And people still listen to radio. Yeah, but it's all internet radio now. It's all internet. But that doesn't matter because it still counts. Right. And, you know, things like this podcast. Technically, it's a radio broadcast. I mean, okay, we don't actually send it on a radio waves, but it's an internet radio show, right? Yeah. So radio is still as popular as ever if you think of radio as being audio programming. But the thing that got my goat was this guy that they had on from the DAB place. Ooh, DAB. Oh, God. And they were pushing and pushing and pushing digital radio. Now, that'll digi- never catch on, you know. Digital radio is rubbish. And there's three reasons why it's rubbish. It's not in your car. The first reason is it's not in your car. The reason that so many millions of people listen to the radio is because when you get in your car, you can listen to the radio. It's there. Every car has got a radio in it. That's why people listen to the flipping things. DAB radio is not in your car. That's one of the reasons. The second reason is DAB radio... The signal is not as good or as widespread as FM. FM's been out for ages. You can get FM anywhere. You can drive anywhere in the country with Radio 2 on and you'll get FM radio all the way. DAB's a bit patchy. It flickers. You might go to some rural area and it's not going to be as good. Am I wrong? You are right. Okay. And the third reason is the actual DAB radios themselves are always rubbish. The first DAB radios that came out, they were all mono. Mono? They were all mono. If you look at a digital radio, they've always got one speaker on them. Yeah. What's the point of making... Why? And they looked really old-fashioned. Well, that's because the people that listen to radio are typically the older generation, and they like older Robert's radios and things like that. Yeah, but why can't they also make a radio that's got two speakers on it, and it's for the modern people as well? Why can't they do both kinds? Because they're all YouTubing and Facebooking. They're not wanting to listen to the radio. Mm. Well, I don't know how true that is. You're not allowed to listen to the radio. They ban you from listening to the radio. If you have a shop and your staff want to listen to the radio, you're not allowed to. You have to pay stupid fees. You it's can like, listen to it in the staff room. You can't. You're not allowed to listen to it in a public place in any... I thought there was a, some sort of exception that if it was in a staff area where if the public If you're in a staff area in, and you've got a Walkman on with a pair of head Walkman, that makes me really old. You are old, Rob. If you've got a... Um, you know who Bross are. Your mobile phone with a radio on it. Yeah. You, you could do that if you've got headphones on. No, no, on. no. I'm, I'm sure you're wrong. We need to check this. But I think if you've got a staff area that the public don't have access to, you can have a little no, radio you're not that. allowed to let your staff listen to the radio in any part of your premises. Oh, well, you, you're the one who's got a shop, so I'll just bow down to you on that one. But anyway, when you're in your car, you've got a radio. Not if it's a company car. What do you mean? Well, if it's a company car, you're not allowed to listen to the radio. Without... Yeah, but come on, who's going to stop you? So, bottom line is, car drivers are the biggest listeners of radio. I only listen to the shop radio. Shop workers and shop customers could be the biggest listeners of radio. Yeah, you've got a point there. 
they should just let anyone play the radio in the shop. Yeah. And not uh, demand money or out of them and stuff. I understand CDs and things, but radio... It's why, radio. why would you have to pay a licence to listen to radio oh, in a shop? Money. Everybody wants money all the time for everything. You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. So, um, anyway, we'll be selling tickets for our uh, big podcast event next Thursday, and they're £50 each. Uh, visit the website for more information. Uh, and you can actually meet me and Rob. That, but that costs extra. Yeah, that's £100. And what you get for that is... Um, Five seconds. You get a crunchy and a toffee crisp. Why a crunchy and a toffee crisp? Because uh, we want to make it good value for them. So they're paying £100 to yeah, meet us. Yeah, but surely a Milky Way is cheaper. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I've Chocolate got, buttons I've got a contact. and a Milky Way. I've got a contact, you see. Finger of fudge, that'd be cheaper. No, no, no. I know a guy who knows a guy who can get us crunchies and uh, toffee crisps, like, super cheap. The date's not very good on them, but okay. it doesn't matter. But obviously don't mention that to the people who are buying the tickets. No. But anyway, yeah, it's all about money. Money, money. Everyone wants to make money nowadays. It's all about ripping people off. And uh, that leads me very nicely to the tip. Segway, that's called. That's called a segue. Do the Rob Tip of the Week thing, even though it's my tip this week, if you don't right. mind. Can I borrow your jingle? You can borrow my jingle. All right. This is moment. For Nick's tip of the week. That was nothing like my jingle. Do you remember when supermarkets started doing their own value versions of products? For example, do you remember when you used to get Tesco value baked beans for like 4p a can? We're talking years back now. Okay, we're talking, yes. We're going back a I'm long time. I'm saying yes, but I've never bought a No, 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 but you, you may never have bought them, but you are aware that they exist. You, yes. I'm talking about you go into the shop to buy cornflakes. Yes. You've got the Kellogg's ones. Yes. You've got the own brand yes. supermarket ones. And then you've got the super cheap ones yes. in the white packet with the blue stripes. Yes. That's how it was when I was younger. Yes. Right. In those days, those products were awful. Okay. So you'd get like the Tesco. I'll use Tesco as an example. Other you'd, supermarkets are available. Yeah, but, but not those as are good. as good. So you'd get the Tesco, let, let's say uh, beans. You'd have the Heinz baked beans, yep. which might be 60p a can for the sake of our, for the sake of this podcast, right? Wow. 4p and, to 60p, that's a big jump. No, no, I'm just making this up. Okay. So we'll say 60p for a big tin of baked beans. Right. And then you'd have the Tesco baked beans, which had very similar packaging. They basically just copied the design of the Heinz one. The label would be the same color and everything. But it would be like 40p. Right. And then they had the the basic one that was like a horrible white label with plain black text. And it just said beans. And it was 5p or something ridiculous okay. like that. And normally the Heinz beans one would be the nicest. Mm-hmm. The Tesco one would be all right. And then the value one would be horrible. And nobody used to buy the cheap one because they were just horrible and nobody liked them. Same with tomato sauce and things like that. Everyone would always get the Heinz one. Are you following me on this one? Other sources are available. You do look a bit lost. No, I'm I'm just worried about I'm, all the brands you keep putting in. I'm we going somewhere the, with the it. Logo. We have to put the product placement logo. No, no, logo. no, I'm getting sponsorship deals. I've, oh, okay. I've been right. busy. While you've been out gallivanting around with Paul Daniels, I've been signing us up for loads of sponsorship from Heinz, Tesco, people like that. Right. I've already made £150,000 just from this podcast. I wasn't going to tell you because I didn't want to share the money with you, but I suppose the cat's out of the bag now. What cat? Heinz beans, Tesco beans, Value beans, right? 
Right. I think what happened is this. Are they eating the beans? People tried the cheap ones. Right. But they were so awful, it put them off. Can't you mix the cheap ones with the expensive ones and average them out? And the whole generation of people now have been put off cheap beans and cheap things because they were so bad. But... Is there a point to any of this? Something's happened in the last year. Okay. The companies that make these super cheap things have really ramped the quality up. And we're talking amazing quality now. Where's the tip coming? Last week, I bought some um, Tesco value. This is why I do the tips. (laughs) I'm getting somewhere with this. Right. Last week, I bought Tesco value red sauce. And I am a real stickler for my Heinz ketchup. Right. You ask anyone who knows me, I will only have Heinz ketchup. Other ketchups are available. I'm awful Can you stop that. saying brands? I won't, I won't even have, like, you know, HP ketchup because it's not the stop same. Stop saying brands. So I love Heinz ketchup. And I'm telling you now, I got this, this Tesco value ketchup and it was 17 pence. The Heinz ketchup is 93 pence. And you know what? I thought, for 17 pence, I'll give it a try. Because even if it's horrible, I'll have lost 17 pence. Do you know what I mean? Right? It costs you 10p for a sachet of Heinz sauce in the cafe. Hang on, stop the podcast. This is the moment. This is the time. For Rob's tip of the week. If you want cheap tomato ketchup, just go to your local pub and nick the little sashes off the table. You are interrupting my, my next top tip. Well, you're talking about sashes. I just remembered. You know when you go for a meal out? Just take a few sashes every time you go there. You've already paid for them. You just don't have them with the meal because they've already dumped them on your table and then just take them home and put them in your cupboard. Then you won't have to buy any ketchup at 17p or 90p. There you go. That was really short. Right. I bought this sauce and it was really good and it was as good as Heinz ketchup. Same thickness and everything. And I was really, really surprised and I just thought, wow, that's a one-off. Then, yesterday, I bought some rice pudding, and it was 12p for a tin of rice pudding. Right. Instead of the ambrosia creamed rice pudding. <gasps> ambrosia, you can't. And the ambrosia rice, rice puddings rice are pudding available. It's like, um, I think it's about 58p for the same tin. Right. The Tesco value one tastes exactly the same. So my tip of the week is, give the value things a chance, because you're going to be surprised, because I think people have got oh. put off. Oh. By the beans that tasted like they were eating bullets. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who know exactly what I'm talking about. And now, I'm, the, the big test, of course, is the beans. I'm going to get some beans tonight and see what they're like. But what I'm saying is, when you go shopping, all I'm saying is, when you buy ketchup, still buy the normal ketchup that you normally get, but also just try the 17p bottle of Tesco Value ketchup. No, no, no. Just no, give no, it a no, chance. No, no, no. Because... You're going to find that that ketchup is just as good and you're going to save like 67p now, and you're going to be thanking You're banned. Me. You're, you're banned from doing... Now and that's telling, the tip of the week. Now you're telling and, people... And the tip is... To you, buy you, twice you have, the amount of You stuff. have the potential there to save maybe like £20 in your shopping. You haven't. You've just increased the shopping maybe bill. Or £30. No, you've added more money to the shopping bill. It's 90p plus 17p now. Oh, yeah, but they'll just... They'll use it all up. I mean, ketchup always goes... Cranky. What I'm saying is the quality of the value is going (laughs) to... Are you going to try my tip and next time try a value product? I don't like ketchup. (laughs)
Now I don't mean to pressure you, but we're running out of time. You want you so you want a quick film <laughs> review. <laughs> well, I don't know what I don't know what's happened this week, but the the podcast seems to have gone on really long. Right. Film called Red Lights. Got Robert De Niro and Sigourney Weaver and some other bloke I can't remember his name. It's about paranormal activity type stuff. And Sigourney Weaver goes out investigating it. And Robert De Niro claims he's a psychic stroke healer. And they sort of go out to try and prove that he's fake. Sounds brilliant. But it's got loads of twists and things in it. Cinema or DVD? DVD now. It was in the cinema summer this year. I watched it on um, that film thing, Love Film. Other downloads. Oh, yeah. Who's talking branding now then? Giving out names. What about Netflix? Well, you've just... Blockbuster... Rent it from Blockbuster. Go into Blockbuster and rent red lights. Five stars. Go into Blockbuster, just go up to the counter and say, have you got red lights? They'll, they'll go, no. They'll we've go, got... no, we've got white lights yeah. in the shop. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. How many stars was it again? Five. Wow. Five. You never, ever give a film. One of the best films I've seen this year. Okay. Well, definitely have to check that one out then. So that was Red Lights with Sigourney Weaver and Dustin Hoffman. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. <laughs> I always get those two mixed up. Who's the other guy? Cillian Murphy. That's Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he's in it. Okay. You're listening to Nick and Rob. I'm not Morgan Freeman, but this is Dead Air Podcast. Star Wars. Remake it all in one film. You've, you, you know what? I think you're onto a winner there. I'm liking the sound of that idea. Three hour long film. and So each... sort of Lord of the Rings style yeah. length. You know, they did Lord of the Rings originally as a cartoon. Yeah. That was like two and a half books in one film because they didn't have any money to finish the rest of it. Right. That sort of idea. So it'd be the first three Star Wars films in one film? Yeah. And then the next three in another film. Well, we'll have to write to George Lucas and see if he will. Can't. Oh, wait a minute. He sold the rights, hasn't he? Yeah. If only you'd have come up with that idea a week ago, Rob. I found a really, really, really good thing to watch. On Friday nights. Friday nights, yeah, let just, me guess. Just before uh, you go to bed. What is the really good thing, Rob? Hardcore porn. I think I've heard of that. It's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Now, is that the one where... There's this bloke and his son and his daughter in it. It's really good. Right. And then a lot of people come in and out. Yeah. And there's a lot of... Um... Shouting and screaming. and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've heard of hardcore porn. It's brilliant. And it's one of the best things on telly. And the best thing on a Friday night is a double bill. Of hardcore porn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's good. Check it out. It's brilliant. What you could do, if you want to know more about that programme, uh, have you ever heard of Google? Yeah, just type hardcore porn into Google. Yeah, and you'll probably find out all, tell about, you what all about the TV on. show, yeah. what time it's on and everything. It's one of the best things on telly. Seriously. I can't stop watching it. Rob can't get enough of hardcore porn. He no. loves it. Rob just loves watching hardcore porn. It's brilliant. Everyone should watch it. I'm telling you. If Are you all saying the... that everyone should watch hardcore porn? Yeah, because it's on one of them dodgy channels. You know the ones. It's really... not suitable for children, though. Is really... it? No, there's a lot of swearing in it. Yeah, we don't want kids watching hardcore porn. But that's yeah. the last thing we want. But yeah, it's on one of them. Cha- you know, if you going down and down and down on your sky thing, eventually you get to the you get to the uh, the channel that it's on. But when you get there, watch it. It's brilliant. Okay. Well, or just Google it. Friday nights. Say goodnight, Rob. Goodnight, Rob.
You are listening to the Dead Air Podcast. For more information, go to www.deadairwebsite.com. We didn't have a joke last week. No, we didn't. Does that mean we've got to do two jokes this week? Yeah, go on then, do two jokes. Before I tell you the joke, I've got to tell you about my friend Gav. Gav. He worked with me many years ago. And uh, he died last week, unfortunately. Very sad, very sad story. He um, he overdosed on um, anti-acid drinks. Antacid? Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe Gav is gone. Uh, anyway, Arnold Schwarzenegger came hang in on, the well, shop. Hang on. He overdosed on antacid. Yeah. You know Gav is gone. Yeah. That's an antacid drink, isn't it? Right. So he overdosed on... Gaviscon. It's a joke. It's not real. It's not funny. You can't... Someone dies. not funny. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger came in the shop today. Did he? Yeah, and he goes... Uh, I said to him, do you want me to install Windows 7 on your laptop? And he said, no. Install a Vista, baby. There's two jokes for you right there. See, I've done... I've it taken... would have been better if he said, I still love Vista. Not install a Vista. Okay, better. Okay, better. Arnold Schwarzenegger was being interviewed about technology. Yep. And they asked him if he loves Windows 7. Okay. And he said, nah, I still love Vista, baby. That's better. That'll get them laughing. All right, well, that's the joke then. We'll use that Ignore one. Ignore the other joke. I'll cut the others out. That was the joke. Right. Now, how's Gary's family? Gavs. Oh, Gavs. I get it now. <laughs>